0: It's a lovely Tuesday to you all. Oh, thank you for listening to Calvary Central and thank you for listening to our previous episodes. I'm Rasford, and today I'm here with... Prosper and Kwame. All right. Um, in our previous episode, we talked about God's master plan and I'm sure you've been blessed by it. Today we come your way with Jesus is mine, which is our caption for how to get saved.
1: Yeah. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. And in fact, We want to now get into the main thing about salvation. We've spoken a lot about why salvation, sin, and on and on and on and on. And now we want to really go into how it applies to you and I. And that is how
0: to get saved. Wow. So, Prosper, can you begin for us? How do we get saved?
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. um, The Bible presents a simple way. Believing in the name of Jesus. Basically, that's it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, Prosper is saying that you get saved by believing in the name of Jesus. Is there a particular method to this? <sighs>
2: well, the only method you can follow, what the Bible to Jesus has. I mean, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, Jesus is the only way. He's, I mean, Christ is exclusive. For you to be saved, you must believe in his name. And that's the only method you can follow. Mm-hmm. There's no other method you can follow again.
1: There's no other method you can follow again. Yeah. Hello Kwame. Please, would you like to come in? Yeah. So um, for those of us who were born and raised in Sunday school, we had this song, the ABC song. Wow. That was Accept, Believe, Confess. Exactly. So it's more of, um, uh, it hits more to the point about what Prosper just said. So you accept Christ because... A lot of people believe, but then they don't really accept the thing. And then we need to now confess where I think we'll really go into the depths of it. So I think I'd like to start with accepting. That's okay with you. That's okay. All right. so accepting means now we take Jesus Christ. This is where when you're led at an altar call, it tells you that we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But then acceptance is not just a mental acceptance. It's an internal acceptance where I say that, look, I am at the point of myself. So now the acceptance is like this. You accept you're a sinner. This is the whole point of why we went through all the trouble of going to the very beginning with our episode one, that we accept that we are messes. We are all born messes. We are all born sinners. And then we then accept that we need a savior. You get it? So then we went to episode two that we why salvation? We need a savior. And then we went on to now accept the fact that Jesus Christ is he who claims he is. That is Jesus Christ. We accept the fact that he is who he says he is, that he is the I am that I am. Then we accept that he came to die for us because many people accept Jesus Christ as a lot of things, but yeah. they don't accept accept him as the one who came to save our sins. Then once we accept all these things, then we move on
0: to believe, which I think we can take taken out from there. Wow. So everyone must come to the point where he believes that Jesus is the savior. Yeah. And that is what we need to accept about Jesus. We live in an era where many there are many ideas about Jesus. <laughs> there are many concepts about Jesus. Some say he was he was just a great person who lived. Other people say that he was just a great rabbi. He was just one of the prophets, but there is a particular aspect of Jesus you need to believe in to be saved. And thank we thank Kwame for bringing it up, yeah. that Jesus is the Savior, and you must accept that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's the story of the gospel. Wow. That's the real
1: story yeah. of the gospel. But we need to accept it, because either you take it or you leave it. There's no two ways about it, because in order to believe, you must first take it. In order to taste and see that the Lord is good, you must really accept that He's the Lord. So yeah. that's it.
2: And this believing is actually in His redemptive work. Wow. You know, you don't believe in Christ as the Son of Mary. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. just a bar. Yeah. You, believe in wow. him, you know, You don't believe in Him as the carpenter's son. Mm-hmm. You believe in Him that, I mean, He came to die for our sins. He's the Savior. You know, the Bible said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, and the Bible said how shall they call upon him if they have not believed mm. and um, how shall they believe if they have not heard mm-hmm. uh, so actually the the whole point of believing in this is his redemptive work Yeah, you know if you don't believe in his redemptive work forget it you know even though there are other aspects of his deity and all that but basically to be saved is the finished work of Christ that we believe in believe in him that he came to die for our sins he was crucified on the cross and I mean, he purchased and procured uh,
1: justification, sanctification, and righteousness, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, with now believing, it now leads us to confession. So, exactly. Raspa, what do you think about confession?
0: Yes. So the confession must be done with your mouth. Mm. That's the whole point of confession. Confession mm-hmm. means to proclaim, mm. to let out the words. After believing in your heart that Jesus is the savior and your savior you must confess it openly mm. and the confession is an act is an outward act of what you have believed in your heart so you confess to and you see when you confess it is to your hearing and also to the hearing if you are in a crowd to the hearing of the of the people around you mm. it's an open proclamation of what you have believed
2: yeah and also you know the, the word confession actually in Greek is the word homologio, mm, exactly. you know, or homologeo. You know, the Bible said, um, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. The word confess used there, for instance, is the word homologio. You know, homo means same. Mm-hmm. You know, and logio is well. have the word logos. Yeah. yeah. So if we same word, mm-hmm. if we confess, what is that word? It's redemptive. Yeah. I mean, if we come into alignment with the same thing he's done, wow. we confess it. Yeah. Yeah. So if we same word... So the word confess actually
1: means same word. Mm -hmm. That same word actually means what Christ did on the cross. Yeah. 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 And in fact, it's... Confession now leads you to the point where you don't just innately accept, but you openly accept. Yeah. Because Christian... That's what makes... In fact, that's the meaning of the word gospel. Evangelion. Good news. Good news is not kept in it. It is proclaimed. Yeah. And it's not proclaimed just within yourself is proclaimed to others. So in getting saved, it is a proclamation of I have been, I've been dead in my sin. I've been a mess. I have made mistakes. I am a mess. I was born in a mess and now I need someone who is greater than myself who can take me out of that mess. I now make the world know and I don't just make every hair, bone and marrow within my body know that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. But then I openly say it and live it with my life because one thing about confession with the saying of the mouth that how about those who don't know how to speak? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then confession is the same word. It is the making known or yeah. making evidentiary of what you have experienced within. I that mean. is the life I in mean. you. Wow. Because salvation is not just a personal work. It is a corporate work because God so loved the world, but he died for you too. Wow. So you now make it known.
0: Wow. So. Essentially, the confession must even be done with the perspective of your need of the Savior. So you need the Savior. And here we are talking about Jesus Christ. You know, something that Prosper said kept me thinking. You know, when Jesus met the woman at the well, initially the woman perceived him as a Jew. And with that kind of perception, salvation was not available to her. Yeah. Jesus kept on going, going, going. And at a point, the woman perceived him as a prophet. Yeah. Salvation does not come from prophets. Yeah. And then they kept going till Jesus revealed himself as the one who gives living water. Yeah. And in this case, a savior. Yeah. One who is able to quench an eternal test. And so we must come to a point where we see Jesus as the savior. It is the savior in Jesus that we accept to be saved yeah
1: in fact that's even the whole promise of the bible starting from the beginning where god promised us the son and that's the reason why we celebrate christmas and you getting saved is where now all the reason why the world celebrates jesus christ now becomes your reason for celebration because i remember all those years ago where i was young and then I was raised in a you know raised in a Christian home, but then the fact that you're in a Christian home doesn't make you a Christian. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. It's
2: like when you enter in a garage,
1: you are not a car. You are not a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's not everybody who is in school with you who wow. is a student. Yeah. Yes. How about the one who cleans the dexes? Wow. How about the one who <laughs> makes your script? Yeah. Wow. You, you see, salvation is where now what Jesus Christ did for the whole world now becomes personal for you. Yes. Exactly. And making yourself say so the story of the jailer in Acts 16 is one that keeps recurring in my head. He said that, says, what am I do to be saved? Because he thought salvation would be in the law. But then when the prisoners were escaped, now that he realized the law couldn't save him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he thought death could save him. So he was ready to kill himself. And he says that, mm-hmm. then Paul shouted from the jail, that, hey, 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 don't kill yourself, don't kill yourself. Then he came and fell out the knees and said, "Says, what must I do to be saved? And he said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you and your household, and you shall be saved. That means salvation is not just a deliverance Mm. from physical damnation but as a deliverance from spiritual damnation I mean I said it again I'll say it again the fact that you're a pastor's son the fact that you're the archbishop's daughter the fact that you're you're whatever you're the most anointed child upon the face of the wow. earth if you do not accept Jesus Christ and accept yourself that you need a saviour you will not see heaven. Okay? Wow. Full stop. There is no way out. No two ways about it. That's why it says, there is only one name by which all men shall be saved. Wow. And that is Jesus Christ. How wow. you get saved is only through Jesus Christ. Him and him alone is by that we get saved. Yeah.
2: And you see, the, the redemptive work of Christ, you know, is eternal, you know, both in space and in time. Hmm. That's what is, it is it's required in, I mean, for you to be saved. Mm-hmm. no matter, I mean, what you believe in, if you don't believe in that. Because it was the highest condescension mm-hmm. moving from Godhood to become a man. Mm-hmm. Even when he was going back to Godhood, he couldn't change again. He had to go into divinity with humanity. Oh. Great is the mystery of God. Exactly. So, I mean, it was a great work accomplished by the Godhead. Yeah. Wow. Second thing was yes. So, I mean, this is the method. You cannot be saved by your morals. Mm. Neither can you be saved by your works. Mm-hmm. You cannot follow the laws of Moses to be saved. Mm. Not at all. Yes. It's by the finished work of Christ. Oh. So even in eternity, Christ is still called a lamp. Yes. Because the Christ being referred to as a lamp is an eternal remembrance of that great substitution. Yes. You know, so we are we are even going to marry to the we aren't are going to get married to the lamb
1: marriage mm-hmm. of the lamb. you are not going to marry the son. you are not we are going to marry the lamb. Yeah, that's technically I mean. we will <laughs> tackle that more um. in in later episodes. Yeah, but I think Ransford, you agree with me that your church won't save you.
0: Yeah. No,
1: no, your no, school won't save you. No, who you know won't save no. you. No, even the amount of good works you do, it won't save you. Why? No. Because even I like how Isaiah put it. He says, even our righteousness is hey. as filthy <laughs> rags. Do you know, I, I went to look at it, but this is just to go and come. I looked at that verse and then, do you know the implication of that? Do you know the implication of that verse? He says, every good work we do, we do it with an, an innate selfish intention. Exactly. Because like the blood you lose, like the blood that a woman loses from her menses. Wow. it's actually blood, and you asked for your medical students, so you agree with me, it's the blood that the body doesn't need. Okay. So we give out righteousness from what we don't need. So really, we don't lose anything of ourselves. Wow. Yeah. So like the filthy, ra- um, the filthy blood that we give, the woman gives out of her body and puts it in a rag and presents it to God. That's how our righteousness is in <laughs> ourselves. That yeah. was the picture that was being painted. So every good work. So in fact, it's so self, I mean, we want to bribe God with offering, with tithes, <laughs> yeah. with, with service to God, with um, being an executive, with, evangelizing and all that, we want to bribe our way into heaven. That shows how selfish we are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it means we, we want to reach out to people, not because we really want to reach out to them, but then we want to reserve a spot in heaven. <laughs> this is what Isaiah was telling us, that yeah. we are really selfish. But then, when you come to the point where you realize that, hey, I'm really a mess, all that I'm doing, I need a savior. So my, and as Prosper said, the perfect finished work of Christ, that I am not dependent on myself. I'm dependent on him. That is the end to salvation. That is how to get saved. When you realize that, Jesus, I need you. And not just from a place of formula or because your pastor said it, but when you come to that full realization that God, I need you, that's how come there's no one prayer that gets people saved. Some people, they can say five words or ten lines. All of them will all get saved. Wow. <laughs> because <laughs> it is not the amount of vocabulary you have, it is Jesus Christ being the Son of the Living God who saves us all.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So we 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 we've come to a place where we understand how to be saved and how to receive the Son of God, who is Jesus Christ. Can we talk a bit about the sinner's prayer? What really is the sinner's prayer? Yeah. <laughs> so
1: okay, let me. So the sinner's prayer was, um, I'm getting to find out, but it was, I think, a formula that was developed for missionaries and evangel- evangelists. Yeah. So for easy relaying of the salvation message. Yes. And, and a,
2: it it, uh, it was actually believed to be coined by um, Charles Finney.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. During yeah.
0: the American revival. Yeah, yeah. The
1: American revivalist and lawyer. Uh, yeah. So it was a way of concisely, without, without wasting too much time, helping the person who wants to be led to Christ to be led to Christ within a short, simple, and precise way. Okay. Yes. So, but then, as I said earlier, there's it's not the only... In fact, salvation, how to get saved, is not formulaic. formula work. Wow. Repent and believe. Repent yeah. and believe. The it's, message it's, of repentance. It's, it's that simple. It's not... You don't need to do ablution. You don't need to do anything.
2: <laughs> That's why, I, I mean, people still have... I mean issues with this thing because you know the good news it literally means too good to be true yes so they say ah how can this thing be true no, i need we to do something
1: yeah no because yeah, that's yeah. and that's the human nature <sighs> in it it's like we always no still i have to do something yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? because because if i don't have any part of it it doesn't look legitimate yes. wow yeah. yeah and that's the thing so that um sinners' prayer it was, it was just a, basically it was a tool for saving time. Wow. It was a wow. tool for saving time. So, in order not to waste too much time, so like this, because we are doing something like this 30 minutes, yeah. then I could have done my own special form of it, but then, because of time, I just take a circumference <laughs> and I give it to you, exactly. but it still gets the job done. Yes. It doesn't mean it is the authorized formula
0: from God. No. Um. It is
1: someone's simple invention to save time to help you
0: to, you
1: know, pray. Exactly. That's yeah.
0: exactly. So, Salvation is essentially a free gift from God, all right? And anything we receive from God, we receive by faith, mm-hmm. all right? So you receive salvation by faith. Mm-hmm. As you confess, as you accept, you do it by faith, all right? And it becomes your experience. There's no magic. There's no formula to it. <laughs> you, I want to ask a last question. What is the role of, or what's the place of repentance in getting saved?
2: Okay. Repentance can actually be under um, what Kwame said, the ABC, he said. You know, when you, when you come to the place of repentance, it's like you've come to the place of brokenness. You know, when you come to that place, you, you, you know that actually in your own self, you know in your own self, you can actually not do anything. Yeah, You know, it's like you've come to the place of brokenness where you surrender everything to God. Uh, you know, but we... Well, there are about eight words for the word repentance, but we we won't go into that, you know. But we know. Technically, it's (laughs) technical. You know, basically, it has to do with a change of mind. Uh, But, uh, but actually, primarily, it has to do with coming to a place, you know, of accepting your shortcomings. That, yeah. As, as you can of your own self do nothing, you know, then you actually look upon him, you know, Jesus. Yeah. For your salvation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there is, there is a place for brokenness. Yeah. There's a place for actually realizing how depraved you are and your need for the Savior. Yeah. And that's repentance. Would you like to say something? Yeah.
1: About? Um, there's a diff- there's a dictionary definition here. And it says in theology, that's what we are focusing on now. It is the pain, regret, or affliction. Which a person feels on account of his past conduct because it exposes him to punishment. This sorrow proceeding merely from the fear of punishment is called legal repentance. So the sorrow that comes out, right, from the fear of punishment, it's called legal repentance. Acts excited by the terrors of legal penalties, and it may exist with or without amendment of life. So this is where Paul quoted. He says, Godly sorrow leads to repentance. repentance. So, it mean wow. there's a kind of sorrow That's that, not godly. That's yeah, not godly. <laughs> so, and even a breaking down of the word of repentance, it's from to repent. So, it's actually two words. A prefix, re, yeah. and then an old French or Latin word, "penitier," meaning yeah. to be sorry or to be remorseful. So, to be remorseful or to be um, guilty. That's the meaning of the word, repentir. So, re, turning round. And then another, a good friend of mine put it like this. He says, it's also even three words, a prefix re, a middle word, pent, and then it here. That's a suffix. So yeah. now it tells you that it's a return to grace because exactly. pent is five, yeah. five meaning the grace because yeah. in Hebrew, the word for five was yod. That is also grace or an outstretched arm coming back to the arms of the father. Wow. That was the picture of repentance. Yeah. So here's the case that it is as prosper said a change of mind or conversion going back to a place of brokenness or in another way going back to where we fell from before because wow. romans 323 for all have sinned even romans 322 starts it says that verse that and it says therefore there is no difference meaning that whether you are born in a palace or you are born in a parlor, yeah. there is no difference whether you are the son of the president or you are son of the poorest beggar you are not different, because for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And therefore, Romans six twenty three now comes and says, the wages of sin is death, because that's the payment. We are all destined to die. We deserve to die because wow. of sin. Yeah. But then the gift of God is eternal life through yes. Christ Jesus, our yes. Lord. So therefore, Jesus came to save the sinner. <laughs> he came to save the sinner. And that's the essence of repentance, that we are going back to the grace of God. Yeah. And who is the grace of God? Titus 3, verse 11. Titus 2, 11. Uh, sorry. Titus 2, 11. Thank you for the correction, Prosper. <laughs> that was the grace of God that had bring us salvation has appeared to all men. Yeah. He's made himself wow. tangible, manifest. That is what the book wow. says. That that grace of God, which is responsible for the salvation of men, it made himself tangible to us. Who is the grace of God? It is the man Jesus exactly. Christ. And that is it. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: and yes. So my, from 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 what Kwame was saying, so there's we we realize that there's a difference between repentance and remorse. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Prosper, would you like to say something about that?
2: Oh, I mean that's fine. I mean he said. I mean he spoke extensively on that, so I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, but okay. yeah,
1: but there's one thing I even forgot to add. There's a difference between rehabilitation and reformation. Yeah. Repentance leads to reformation. Okay. Repentance leads leads to reformation. Wow. Most of the time remorse leads to rehabilitation. Yeah. Anytime an alcoholic feels sorry that he's drinking, yeah. he takes himself to remorse and um, rehab, sorry. And any but then the true power of the work is in God's reformative power, wow. by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because we come to the Father through the Son by the avenue of the guarantee of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And that is it. So God's repentive work comes to reform
0: Wow. So just as the, the, the doctor comes for the patient, one who is sick, Jesus came for the sinner. Yeah. Jesus's, Jesus's power is able to bring us or translate us from sinful people into sons of God. And that is essentially what salvation is. So,
1: um, something about the task collector story, the task collector and the Pharisee.
0: Wow, let's go there. It gives,
1: it gives a very simple picture of how repentance looks like. So, yeah. Jesus said, and I think Prosper, I'll call you to help me with that because <laughs> <laughs> he said that, um, a task collector and a Pharisee went to pray. Okay. Wow. And then in Jewish settings, the Pharisees have a system of prayers. One of them included that, oh God, I thank you that you have not made me a woman, for therefore you have accorded me the grace to handle thy law. One will tell me, thank you that you have not made me a leper, that I may be able to stand before your presence. Thank you that... So, they had it was a formula. They had a formula to pray. Literally, That God. I am glad I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm not that. But then, Jesus said that, and I think, Prosper, you helped me complete that, that he said that... (laughs) Well, in relation to the task collector, yes, even in
2: that story, you can see that, you know, Christ was communicating to us a New Testament reality.
0: Mm.
2: You see, that you don't win the Father's acceptance by your works. That's what he was trying to see. Because, I mean, the, the Pharisees were so much engrossed in the law, so much that they thought that, I mean, their own works can save them before God. Yeah, But Jesus was telling us that actually in the New Dispensation, in what is coming, I mean, you don't need all these things to be saved. You yeah. just need to accept. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's all. And <laughs> and even with this, the task collector gives the pattern. So for yeah. those, so even for those of us who are listening now, you really want to get saved. He just said, "Lord, have mercy upon me, exactly. a poor sinner." Wow. And Jesus said, "Of these two, I tell you the truth, the task collector went forgiven, but the Pharisee went as he was before." <laughs> and it is to you who is listening and also to me that this is what Jesus is saying. He say that, hey, you don't need an essay's worth of prayers to wow. come and come to God. All you just need to know is that, look, accept. You know you're a mess. You know you need a savior. Wow. And you believe it with all your heart. And that should leave you to the point where if you don't go on your knees, maybe you stand. Maybe you lift up your hands. But then you know that God be merciful to me, a sinner. I am a mess. God, I need your help. Jesus, come and take over. Jesus, come. That's what's the, that's the meaning of Jesus being our Lord. Jesus comes to take over. Wow. And that was accept me as I am and yeah. transform me into who you are. Wow. And then I will be yours and yours forever. That is the yeah. whole meaning yeah. wow. of being. Yeah. S- and Christ, you know, he
2: purchased salvation at a very expensive cost. Mm-hmm. but he gives it to us freely exactly, <laughs> exactly. See, the Bible said being justified freely mm. by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus yeah. so this thing we have is free wow other versions we say without cause mm-hmm. actually the word freely if you go into the Greek or into um, etymology where words are derived from yeah the word freely is where we have the word promiscuous <laughs> that is to say justification is looking for any man or any woman to go to bed with <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, it's so free that wow. <laughs> God, God, God made it so cheap for us. Oh God made it God. so cheap for us. You don't need to pay anything to be saved. Oh, Just wow. accept that you're a sinner. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, the blood deals with your sins. I mean, I your mean self, wow. past, present, I mean, and future. Everything is dealt wow. with.
1: Yeah. That, that's what the old church him says. He said, what can wash my, away my sin? Nothing. but the blood. But but the, the,
0: blood the blood of, of Jesus. Jesus. So we've looked extensively Um about how we can get saved and the dynamics to salvation and all that, I want us to briefly touch on the subject of supernatural encounters. We see people um we hear stories oh, lovely of of angels visiting people, yeah. people having dreams, even Jesus then, himself going on evangelism <laughs> yeah yeah um, <laughs> see a, we see a clear example in the Bible where Saul was yeah, visited by Jesus, and, then, and that led to his conversion. Please, can we can we dwell on that a bit? What are what 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 are the dynamics there?
2: Uh, okay, so with that one, we see that um, we know that the primary means by which the gospel reaches people, you know, for them to be saved, is by preaching. Yes, you see, but other instances where God, in His own sovereignty, yes, you know, actually designates how so, um, the gospel should get to some people, mm. because salvation is God's idea. Yeah. You know, so he chooses how, I mean, the gospel should read to other people. Yeah. You know, so in the life of Cornelius, for instance, in Acts chapter 10, you know, he had an angelic visitation and he sent for Peter. Mm-hmm. You know, and they prayed to him and he got saved. Wow. So um, we, even in that, we can also see God's sovereignty there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because salvation is God's idea. Yeah, it's wow. God's idea. You know, he chooses how
1: the gospel should read to other people. Yeah. Yeah. But just a word of caution. he Paul stated in the letter that, if any man or any angel comes to preach any aside any message yeah. aside what we preach, that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let him or her be accused. Yeah. That one. So there's a case on anyone who preaches a gospel aside that of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and really, it's powerful and even tells you how God is really creative because, exactly. as you said. Jesus Christ had to go back to heaven with his humanity. So he didn't break any rule. Jesus Christ is a man also going on evangelism. I know (laughs) because of time, we couldn't really, we can't really go into detail, but then there are stories of even modern day stories of where people in countries where no evangelist is thought to have gone, Jesus himself appearing to them in dreams, people themselves reading the Bible for themselves, and Jesus saves them. It just tells you as prosperous salvation is God's idea, not ours. Yeah. Wow. So that's about it.
0: Wow! Oh, wow! Thank you, listeners, for listening to this very episode. We 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 are hopeful you'll be blessed. Yeah. We just want to encourage everyone to follow our Twitter and Instagram pages, um, Calvary underscore Central, and to revisit the previous episodes and also to keep in touch exactly with our updates. God bless you so much for following us and stay blessed. Cheers. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: God bless.
2: Thank you so much for listening. This podcast was brought to you by The Milk Factory. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Have a lovely week. We love you and God bless you.